ready to go and I think we are almost set to go as well because the last row is now in place with that towards the back of the uh, Coopers of Nicholas Hamilton and Tom Oliphant and once we get that green flag we should be good to go. Marshall's just running back to that post at Allard Corner and once they've done that we will have the five second board which will now get held aloft. Round 22 of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship is about to get underway here at Thruxton. Camish and Cook on the front row and it's a very good start from Dan Camish. Not such a good start from Josh Cook so Jake here in the BMW gets a tremendous start down the inside of Allard Corner so it's the BMW up into second place on the first corner and with him tries to go Camish's teammate that of Ash Sutton. Yeah but it is going to be Dan Camish that leads on the way in towards Campbell Cobb and Seagrave for the first time. All has contact. Josh Cook is tagged into a part spin by Jake Hill and that's allowed Ash Sutton then to try and get himself alongside but then he sort of barged a little bit out of the way by Josh Cook who was keen not to have the problem. There's an off however on the exit of what will be Seagrave for somebody working their way back on but it is going to be Dan Camish that will lead Josh Cook in second place. Ash Sutton still looking for third though when they disappeared out of my view. The speeds begin to build and all of that squabbling in the early stages has just allowed our race leader Dan Camish to open up a very slight advantage. A really big advantage by the looks of things as they work their way back towards Church Corner. It was Josh Cook the King of Thruxton who was sideways on the exit of Seagrave Corner so he was tagged into a spin briefly uh, and Josh Cook who was up in second place is now going to be way down and there's a Hyundai, which is off into the grass heavily, almost went up onto two wheels and almost over, but he just managed to catch it there. So is that Chilton or is that Ingram? We'll find out very shortly as Dan Camish comes through to complete lap number one. There's more contact because one of the Astros is sideways and it's made contact with the Ricky Collard car. It was Ash Hand who went sideways with Ricky Collard. So lots of drama on the first lap. And more contact because the other Astro, Michael Creese, is into Ricky Collard as well and just about avoids his teammate Rory Butcher. So what a dramatic first lap. Unbelievable first lap, but the vast majority are still there as well which is quite staggering Dan Camish hugely comfortable lead from Gordon Shedden who's up into second position Josh Cook is trying to make progress Jason Plato dives up the inside of Aidan Moffat on the way into the corner just manages to squeak his Honda through and ahead of the Scotsman but we've got Dan Camish in well, a very un-BTCC like uh, advantage at the moment leading by a country mile in the early stages of this one absolutely astonishing Two and a half seconds is the gap for Dan Camish. Uh, we'll try and unfold everything because Tom Chilton comes into the pit lane. So it was him who had the moment on the exit of Church Corner. Uh, so luckily he's managed to get the car back. But that was a, a scary moment for, for Tom Chilton. Josh Cook, it, of course, it, it, had his it, moment. Yeah, any, any, anything that happens at Church Corner for Tom Chilton is just exciting. It's not scary. <laughs> well, we'll see what he thinks about he, that, Al. He, he loves the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Even when he's sideways, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Camish <laughs> uh, comes back towards us then. Still your leader. Uh, Shedden's now getting pressure from behind here. Sutton with a bit of damage on the left rear. It's only bodywork that is flapping. Uh, Jake Hill has recovered well into fourth place. And to round out your top five, somehow, Ashhand is still there. After the moment he had with Ricky Collard, Ashhand comes through into fifth place. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? That they're, they're still there. Some of those cars are involved in the early shenanigans. But Dan Camish will be absolutely loving this. The three times former Porsche Carrera Cup champion back to the BTCC leads the way. Had such a good qualifying yesterday. He was only a tenth of a second shy of his qualifying record here at Thruxton so that sort of threw the gauntlet down for the weekend in reality Gordon Shedden being kept very honest in second place with a slightly battered car of Ash Sutton still nipping at his heels and then we've got Jake Hill sitting there in fourth position at the moment but Dan Camish on his merry way he still leads by 2.3 seconds albeit the gap between himself and Gordon Shedden did come down last time through by around about a tenth uh, just a replay on the big screens there of what happened on that first lap at Seagrave it was a bit of a squeeze Cook and uh, Sutton trying to get through one part of the the corner it didn't really work out so 
Uh, yeah, I don't know where the blame's going to go on that one, but I'm sure they'll be sorting things out. And the moment there for Tom Chilton, how he managed to keep that car on four wheels is, is pretty incredible because that was almost going for a, a little bit of a roll through Church Corner. But uh, Chilton recovers, as we said, back to the pit lane as Kamish is towards us once again. So three laps now to be completed. And it's Gordon Shedden who's the quickest at the minute. A 116.729 is the quickest lap of the race. And what of the progress from further back? Well, Colin Turkington so far is up into the top 10. Uh, Tom Ingram is up into the top 10 as well in ninth place. And Gordon Shedden going well and just starting to put a little bit of daylight between himself and the second of the two Napa Ford Focus STs in the hands of three times champion Ash Sutton. Uh, we've got uh, still going well as well. Uh, Michael Kreese we spoke to on the grid earlier on and his teammate Ash Hand. Both of those cars still going well as well. We haven't seen either of those inside the top six so far this season. So for the car store PMR Vauxhall Astros, this is still a good result for them. I know they wanted to say they both said they wanted to be on the podium, but but either way, top sixes. Good start to the weekend for them. Yeah, looking good, isn't it, for the minute for these two cars. Ashan, best performance so far this year is a ninth place. Uh, Michael Creech just behind him in the championship. Uh, best performance for him is an eighth place at this circuit back in May. So, uh, yeah, they do seem to run well around here. But as Mark suggested, not this high up in the order so far this season. But they're having plenty of fun. Uh, I don't know if you can say that about Michael Creech, actually, because he's got both Rory Butcher and now Dan Raybottom on his tail. So he's under threat as his teammate is well and truly up the road. So Ashan looking good in fifth position as Dan Kamish comes through to complete another lap uh, that gap doesn't seem to be coming down too much actually between the top two last time through 2.2 this time it in fact extends to 2.4 seconds as now Rory Butcher goes for the move on Michael Kreese and gets himself up into sixth place uh, so that's uh, Creasy outside of the top six then. Not ideal compared to where he wanted to be. Can he do anything about uh, hanging on to seventh place? Well, at the moment, he has got tucked up right behind him, Daniel Raybottom. Daniel Raybottom's looking to try and sneak through. Creasy just gets across the nose of uh, the car of Daniel Raybottom as they head round through Cobb, which just, uh, I would say, compromises in the latter part of the complex. Daniel Raybottom's progress code. He needs to align, get himself back in the toe, which he's done, and start to close back in again on Creasy if he wants to try and... Uh, Michael Chris uh, down into what would be eighth position at the moment so watch out for that one uh, but for Dan Kamish 2.5 seconds is the advantage after just four laps of racing. Uh, we've got a smoky BMW back into the pit lane I think left rear suspension damage on that for George Gamble so he's coming your way Alan. Yeah well spotted uh, comes to a stop now and it makes you think that there's going to be a little bit more than just uh, a short stop here not just a, a tyre change. Mickey Butler from Goodyear is here to oversee, but uh, as you rightly say, it was sitting down yep, on the le left rear of the car. So George Gamble going nowhere. It's been an eventful race for him, hasn't it? Certainly has. Ash Hand almost clipped the tyre stack through the chicane on that uh, lap, but he survives for another day and another lap, Mark. I think that Ash Sutton is starting to come back at Gordon Shedden as well, and I think Jake Hill is wanting in on the fun as well, so relative gap between those two, yeah. Uh, Gordon Shedden lost a tenth of a second to Ash Sutton, but uh, Ash Sutton himself lost another tenth of a second to Jake Hill. So the squabble for second, third and fourth is now starting to fully form. Very much on his own in fifth place is Ash Hand. And as you said a few laps ago, Rory Butcher now safely up inside the top six. Daniel Raybottom up to seventh on that lap. And Michael Kreese has now dropped down into eighth position. Lead advantage extended just slightly further. Not by much by Dan Kamish. So he's still leading by around about two and a half seconds, but it's still gone the right way, the gap. 
certainly has. It's a, a very comfortable gap, as you said, very untouring car like at the minute. But uh, what would bring that down is a safety car. So Dan Camish will not want that, but everyone trying to chase at the minute will be hoping for something uh, to make sure they can catch up with him. They'll try and work together, the likes of Shedden, Sutton and Hill. Uh, but can they bring that gap down over the course of the 10 laps we're about to go through uh, to have left within this race? So the Ford Focus is the leader. The Honda, which has gone well at this circuit in many, many years, is now there in second of Gordon Shedden. Uh, Sutton, I think you're right here, is starting to feel pressure from Jake Hill because last time through, uh, Jake was more than three tenths of a second quicker than the man in third place. Right, so yeah, Jake Hill is... Uh sharing his aspirations to try and get himself onto the podium and if Jake Hill were to do that that would be another fistful of points for him he's already been on the podium nine times so far this year as Jake Hill and as you suggested on the run into this race as well it's been so so consistent with the podium finishes uh, over the course of the last six, six races other than that final race at Snetterton last time out when he finished in fifth position overall but another fourth it's another good haul of points for him but he will want to go better than that that is absolutely for sure so race leaders all safely through and past me they head uh, down towards church corner they're on lap number seven of the 16 certainly are so yep the next lap to be completed very shortly. We can see the cars in the distance making their way through uh, Church Corner. What's happening behind the top four? Well, Ashland is still there in fifth place. Again, a similar kind of gap back uh, to the next car that Dan Kamish has in the lead of the race. So Ash looking really good uh, for a fifth place here and also uh, on for an independent win as it stands. So that's Ashland. Rory Butcher still behind in sixth. Uh, Dan Rowbottom there in seventh place. Then a slight gap back to Ash's teammate, which is Michael Kreese. And then we see Tom Ingram and Colin in Turkington, almost now with Creasy as they work their way through the club chicane uh, for another time and they bring in with them the likes of Stephen Jelly, Adam Morgan, Jason Plato and Josh Cook on his recovery through the field. Yeah, so Michael Creasy needs to be careful here because if the door is open and they might absolutely all file their way through. Now, lead advantage, I think, came down that time through and indeed it had. It came down by four tenths of a second. So Dan Camish getting caught by Gordon Shedden and Dan Camish was also slower than Ash Sutton and Jake Hill that time through. So needs to just make sure that he drives within himself he's built the advantage he can afford for it to be chipped away at to a degree but he can't afford too many laps at the kind of pace that he just did there otherwise uh, Gordon Shedden and Co will be on top of him before too much longer they head uh, out of Goodwood along to a village and back into your site they certainly do yeah so Camish and that gap coming down uh, just fractionally over that last lap but uh, let's see if Gordon Shedden can continue to work his way closer and closer to the uh, race lead up here at this circuit Gordon Shedden a bit like Josh King has been fairly dominant in the uh, career of Gordon Shedden he's taken seven wins at this circuit so uh, he want to add another one uh, to the tally but at the minute still finding that that gap a little bit harder to close down than expected with pressure from uh, Dan's teammate behind and of course we forgot to mention before this race but the hybrid energy management system which is new for this year uh, those who are higher up in the championship have less to use in terms of laps throughout this race everyone tenth on backwards in the championship has the, the full 10 laps to use yeah, whereas for, for someone like Jake Hill, he's got half of the laps that he can use and half that he can't. So he's doing well at the moment in fourth position with the limitations that he's got. So Ash Sutton that's ahead of him on the road and seven laps that he can't use that uh, HEM system with as well. So Dan Kamish, I think, having responded to the fact that they were closing up, has put in a slightly quicker lap that time through. So he's got the lead advantage back to about 2.3 seconds at this stage as they start to work their way back around through Goodwood and on towards Village. 
and the way you can see that the uh, the hem is being used is with uh, the blue flashing light on the side of the car so if you see that flashing that is because uh, drivers are using that one uh, good fight going on down towards noble between the focus the cupra and the infinity and that involves dexter patterson uh, with aaron taylor smith and also towards the back now uh, sam osborne so that's a, a cracking little fight there we've got the hyundai also alongside that of jade edwards by the looks of it so they're going to run side by side down in towards the right hander of church corner hopefully they squeeze their way through which they do so jade edwards gets herself on the outside line uh, but in the end dan lloyd is going to fight his way through and dan lloyd's teammate now jack butel comes into the mix also on the run through woodham hill so very close further down the order uh, for the top fights as the leader goes through once more to complete lap number nine yeah, so that little squabble heading around through the club chicane there. The race leader with me, with the lead advantage, I think, having shrunk again that time through. Has it? Yes, it's come down by a quarter of a second. So it's down to 2.1 between Dan Kamish and Gordon Shedden. And equally as much Gordon Shedden now has started to pull away a little bit from Ash Sutton on that lap. So the second of the two Napa-backed Ford Focus STs, the one in the hands of the reigning champion, of course, Ash Sutton is losing ground to Gordon Shedden. Jake Hill still sitting there in third. Fourth is, uh, sorry, it's uh, Jake Hill in fourth. Uh, still the leading independent in fifth place. So Ash Hand still doing a really, really impressive job at the moment at the wheel of his uh, machine, the uh, Castor PMR Vauxhall Astra, potentially on for a season best. Uh, that battle we were just describing before we came to you, Mark, has got even more intense because Jade Edwards uh, was wider at large. She's picked up some Thruxton advertising boarding as well. Uh, the one on the curb, I think, was, yeah, Jack Butel got too much curb on the rear end, almost lost it, but again, some great skill to keep that car in a straight line. Uh, but unfortunately for Jade, that car now will start to become uh, very hot. It will start to overheat, yeah. uh, so that's not going to be good news for her, is it? Matt Blakeney will have that, uh, that image as the front cover of the... Uh of the, of the programme for next year without doubt. <laughs> Do you reckon she'll get paid for, for advertising or no. not? No, no. <laughs> Save money where you can these days. <laughs> so JD is carrying on, but as we said, with some uh, some boarding on the front of her car at the minute. She'll probably have to come in, you know. If it doesn't drop off, that's yeah. going to cause uh, engine overheating and you don't want the engine to go bang. Not at all. So she carries on and uh, I think the leader's already passed you, Mark. Yeah, leader's already passed me and starting to split their way out of... Seagrave and let the speeds build, just waiting for that car of Jade Edwards to appear into sight. She never seems to have a great deal of luck at Thruxton, does she? Usually it involves incidents and accidents. This time it's yeah, that advertising hoarding that's on the front of the car, and it's not going away. That's a difficult thing. If she were tucked up behind somebody and got right up to their rear bumper, it might actually come loose. But the problem is she's got clear track ahead of us. All it's going to do is keep pushing against the bumper, and those engine temperatures are going to be absolutely climbing. Yeah, she needs to run right behind someone to try and get the air to dip under and, and pull it away. But at the minute, uh, she's not finding that. But you're right, yeah, here at Thruxton earlier this year, uh, she had two non-finishers in race number one and three. And, of course, back in the years, we've seen her involved in uh, a quite hefty incident at turn one as well. So Jay doesn't have much luck, as you suggested. But uh, Dan Kamish seems to be having good fortune and good luck here so far today because he comes through. Uh, five laps to go. Uh, the gap hasn't dropped too much, actually. It come down fractionally to two seconds. Uh, this time through a little bit more, to be fair. So it's now down to 1.7 seconds between the top two. Uh, Shedden is definitely being pushed along here by Ash Sutton behind. Yep, so uh, Ash Sutton pushing Gordon Shedden along. Gordon Shedden looking for win number 53 of his BTCC career. Dan Kamish looking for win number, what would it be for him? It would be win number nine of his uh, BTCC career. And of course, this weekend, we also see Ash Sutton um, tick off what would be his 200th British Touring Car Race and Gordon Shedden will tick off 400 BTCC races and that all comes off the back of the Snetterton weekend of course where Colin Turkington, uh, four times a former champion, chalked up 
500 BTCC races. So a couple of celebrations to come for Ashton Gordon Shedden this weekend. Yeah, race two is when they'll chalk up those uh, wins. Nowhere near Jason Plato. I think we're near enough to 675 or around that margin. So uh, Jason in his swan song season, uh, currently within this race, uh, down in 14th place. Just lo lost a place there to his teammate, actually, uh, Josh Cook. So Josh is in the points, uh, but not the way he wanted this race to go after starting second on the grid. So he's got work to do later on in the day to try and recover those as best as possible and try and keep with his championship rivals as well as the top four work their way back towards us. Uh, Ashan still there in fifth place with the likes of Rory Butcher, uh, Dan Rowbottom and Michael Kreese trying to close that gap down but it's not really happening and Tom Ingram and Colin Turkington uh, still haven't made too much more progress in this race they still sit there in ninth and 10th place as well yeah a bit of an off day really for Colin Turkington off weekend so far but he'll look to try and just make sure they can work his way towards the sharp end and maybe keep his fingers crossed that reverse grid draw does him uh, does him well for the final part of the weekend so top three top four all past me the best of the squabbles probably at the moment is Daniel Robottom who is coming under pressure from Michael Kreese who is not going away still yet at the wheel of the number 777 PMR Vauxhall Astra uh, but for Michael Kreese yeah he's down into eighth position which is is not really what he ideally wanted at the beginning of the race. Uh, Dan Kamish uh, looking good still. He just seems to have everything under control, Matt. He might have lost a little bit of time to Gordon Shedden over the last few laps, but it's still one and three quarter seconds, which is enough of a gap. Yeah, same as the, the lap before there. So he's once again stabilised that gap. Uh, just watching the replay on the screens of uh, what happened between Jade Edwards and Ollie Jackson. Bit of a cut there for Ollie Jackson, but uh, they're having a tremendous fight down through uh, the club chicane. And finally, Jade Edwards has had to back off the pace because the, uh, the overheating has got worse and worse. Uh, so the BTC race in Honda of Jade is now slowly making her way towards the end of the lap but that will be destined I'm sure uh, for the pit lane at the end of this one so she'll be in as the leaders go through now with three laps to go uh, gap out front down just a little bit more Mark there again uh, yeah to, to the naked eye there doesn't look to be a great deal of difference if I'm absolutely honest but it did come down by nearly two tenths you're you're, you're quite right in that so uh, I think Dan, Dan Kamish is probably just making sure that he can look at his mirrors, just check where Gordon Shedden is, and probably has a little bit in reserve if he needs to, of course. Um, he can just uh, try and push that little bit more to try and make sure that he maintains that advantage that he's got. Daniel Robottom still busy fighting away with Michael Kreese, who's almost got himself alongside this time and might be back up into seventh place. He's trying to get the overlap as they head out of Seagrave and up towards Noble, but can't quite do it. has to tuck himself back behind the Halfords Honda. Yeah, the Vauxhall Astra there of Michael Kreese, uh, since he's been passed by those two cars ahead of him, he really hasn't backed off, as he's. And you're absolutely right. He's now trying to make a run down towards the uh, right-hander of Church very shortly. He's not quite alongside there, so he hits the brakes just briefly, uh, turns through the right-hander, and then comes back towards us once more. So this is cracking stuff between Dan Robottom and Michael Kreese on the run through Woodham Hill now for the uh, 14th time of asking, as the leaders go through with now two laps to go. Camish, Shedden, Sutton and Hill on no way then looking to be the podium of course he'll just off it at the minute but the main thing here for Jake Hill is more points than Colin Turkington and Tom Ingram in this first race of the day and that'll be hugely important bearing in mind just how tight it is in that section of the championship where the likes of Tom Ingram, Jake Hill and Ash Sutton are at this stage so uh, Jake Hill will be giving away yeah, a few points to, to Ash Sutton but is going to be gaining over everybody else that he wants to at this stage so the top four fairly equidistantly spread how's Creasy getting on with the 
uh, Halfords with Cataclean backed Honda in the hands of Daniel Rowbottom. Well, he's still shadowing him. He's not quite as close this time, however, as they flip their way through the right-hander at Seagrave. So I don't think there's going to be a great deal of opportunity for him as the speeds begin to build again out of that back section of the circuit on lap number 15 of the 16. Certainly is, yep. So the order runs its way through once more. We're very shortly to come up to start the last lap of the race. But I don't think uh, Gordon Shedden, who sits there in second place, has got anything in the tank uh, to get on terms with Dan Camish. Uh, I think Ash Sutton, Dan Camish's teammate, has done a really good job of keeping the pressure on uh, and making sure that Gordon Shedden hasn't been able to escape up towards the race leader. So it's been a real team effort here for the Napa Racing UK Ford Focuses, which work their way through now the final corner up towards the line with one lap to go. Uh, and Jake Hill, I think, is just kind of consolidating his fourth play because he's really dropped off the top three now, just looking to, to save the car uh, for round 23 a little bit later on. So we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, and Michael Kreese, by the way, yet to get past Dan Robottom and again it's going to be a hard task on this last lap yeah I think it will mean that Jake Hill and Ash Sutton will both be on what 10 podiums for uh, the season if they were to be uh, there but of course uh, I think you're right yeah Jake Hill has now decided that a podium isn't isn't going to happen so he's just backed it off so I think that will give Ash Sutton um, I think the first driver to be double figures when it comes to podiums so far this season Ash Sutton might not be done with it as yet because he's still close to Gordon Shedden he was three tenths of a second quicker than him in the uh, last lap as well so Dan Camish looking good for the win Gordon Shedden should be good for second place but maybe Ash Sutton can push in the final half lap Yep, half a lap to go then for the race leader, Dan Camish, on his way down towards the last couple of corners. He's drove, as we said, a pretty good race here. He's kept himself out from. He did the job yesterday in qualifying, and Dan Camish on for the best result of the season. This car has had a third and a second. Uh, both of those results came way back at Brands Hatch in May but now it's going to be a first win of the year for Dan Camish who turns his way through the club chicane for the final time up towards the line it's going to be an excited pit wall and a win for the first time this year for Dan Camish in round 22 of the quick fit British Touring Car Championship Gordon Shedden comes through across the line to take uh, second place so a fantastic job for the man who sits seventh within the championship uh, that for him will be a fourth podium of the year and you're absolutely right Ash Sutton gets himself into double figures which now equals that of Colin Turkington in the terms of 10 podiums so far this year so Sutton once again finding himself in the right place in the right time just to eke those points onto his championship rivals so the top three through fourth place then for Jake Hill fifth place what a result there for Ash Tan that is definitely his best result of the season uh, a brilliant job there by the power max at Vauxhall Astra in the hands of number 97 uh, Rory Butcher comes through into sixth place still looking for his first win of the year but of course if he finds himself there or thereabouts uh, at the end of race two he could find himself in the, uh, a good position for the reversal as well for race number three so he comes through next up uh, Dan Raybottom is then through in seventh place uh, Michael Kreese gets a really good solid performance that will equal his uh, best result of the season as well for Michael Kreese so through in eighth place for him the eighth place he scored earlier in the season as we said race three here at Thruxton back in May and then for ninth place it will be Tom Ingram so he does get himself inside the top ten and uh, a handful of points I think it's fair to say uh, with Colin Turkington in tenth place uh, his teammate in eleventh twelfth place for Adam Morgan thirteenth place for Josh Cook after that uh, little mellow he had down at Seagrave Corner uh, Jason Plato his teammate in 14th and the final point scorer will be down there in 15th position of Bobby Thompson so that's the order we have through for you in terms of the independence it's a win for Ash Hand uh, second goes the way of Michael Kreese and third place uh, for number 33 which is Adam Morgan so uh, great stuff there for the touring cars not too much drama I don't think